0: Payola is not f- like four or five dollars. Payola no. is like a lot
1: of bread. No, it's a lot of bread, and you have to mul- multiply that bread by. I'll give you an example. If you have a conglomerate that owns 500 stations, right? You have another conglomerate that owns 800 stations, right? They're, they're making their money from Home Depot and McDonald's and Burger King and Ford. You know, those are the advertisers that they have. And then they have smaller advertisers, your mom and pop store, that's, you know, advertising a product that they have, right? But then you have the recording artists and you have the labels. They want the material played. And so if that radio station is already getting money from a Sony from uh, uh, Death Jam, et cetera, et cetera. And now you want to come in. Like, well, wait a minute. These guys are already taking care of us. And it it might not be that you're giving them money per se, but maybe you pay for their T-shirts. Maybe you pay to wrap their van, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you pay for merchandise that they need to throw out when they do an event. You know what I mean? It could be a lot of ways. But for the most part, they they get that support, right? And so it's it's a matter of okay, I'm an up and coming artist. We go right back to that. Yeah, you want to get in, so that radio station is not going to let you in and give you full rotation right away. They're going to put you on what's called overnights.
0: He's killing it. What's so He's showing love and he's mad about it. Mad love. That's what we say. Come on, man. You already know. Mad love.
1: You understand? And so those are the things that I want the people that are watching this and listening to this is that the label is a place that has money and they have to work within budgets. So they're given a budget. And they're supposed to bring in a return on that investment,
2: Mm.
1: right? Mm. A lot of the labels today are on the stock market. Whoa, I didn't know that shit. Oh yeah, you you have labels that are out there that you can buy shares on the stock market. Just like you could buy the UFC on the stock market. Just like you could buy William Morris Endeavor, which is a booking agency. They're on, the, they're on the stock market as well, you know? So these are conglomerates, and so they're working within budgets. That doesn't mean they're not sneaky, okay? Mm-hmm. I can tell you from experience that when I'm going over royalties and I'm looking at statements, I'm finding things that don't belong to my artists. And then I have to call the accounting department and say, wait a minute, you're charging me this when we didn't do this. And you're charging me that when that doesn't pertain to us. Oh, that's a mistake. What did they do? They took something from this artist and threw it into my account. Wow. You follow? Wow. And and those things happen. And that's just the nature of the business. You know?
0: Crazy. Those numbers, yo, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to everything you do, bro. Damn. Out here. Um, I think there was one question here, but I think uh, a lot of history goes even back to the 90s. So, you mean they signed them? No, that wasn't the question. The question was, if you still owe money to one label, does that stop you from signing to another?
1: Mm -hmm. It depends. If your contract is up and they release you, then you should be good. Now... On the back end, you're not going to see money until you recoup. You understand? So let's take um, the gentleman that asked the question as an example. That gentleman went out there and he grinded. And he found a producer. And he found a good photographer. And he found a person to do a nice video for him. And he wanted, he did his logo, he did his website, and he did promotion in his area where people know him, they recognize him now, yeah. he's got a buzz going, and now they sign him. Now what the label's gonna do is they're gonna multiply what that person did by a hundred. Because within the label, they have their own PR department, they have their own radio department, they have their own, uh, social media, farming, et cetera, et cetera. So now they're putting their money behind the gentleman that asked the question. And so now they're expecting that buzz that he created to continue and to get bigger. And so you're gonna get feedback from people that are now in the mainstream, you know, that are listening to his record that may not like his record. If the record's international, it may not like his record, you know, and then it might not sell and it might not get the radio play that it's supposed to get. And so that's when they say, okay, we're going to release you. However, you still owe money, the money that we spent, right? Yeah. So they're going to continue selling that record until they recoup their money back. And when they recoup that money back, it could be five years from now, 10 years from now, then you might get a call, hey, are you still at this address? Oh, good. Okay, because we got a check to send you uh-huh. because you finally recouped.
0: Wow, wow. So it's it's starting to make sense to me because I, I sometimes hear artists uh, that sometimes they can't perform certain songs at at, at concerts. Sometimes they can't.
1: Uh, is that something else? No, that's something else.
0: Okay, that's that,
1: else. Uh, that may be an agreement that. They had with the songwriter or the publisher, or whatever, whatever it is. You know, maybe they did a cover song of, of of somebody, and and that person doesn't want them performing their material anymore. But no, that that's something totally, totally different. Um, you know, uh, when it comes to the artist. I mean, for the most part, you know, I have artists that have signed to three labels, five labels, ten labels. The fuck. You know? Yeah, because. Because they date because certain
0: songs, they, I don't care. I don't care. I don't know what that
1: it is. deals with options. You know what I mean? So that, what it, you have to remember... Yeah, go ahead. What you have to remember now is that we've passed that whole album cycle. Okay? Yeah, okay. I'm going to date myself again. Back in my day, right? Okay? <laughs> Back in my day, we put out a record and we worked that record for nine months. So we were out performing that record While we were still recording, right? Then we put up the, we put out the follow up single. And then we worked those two records for another six to eight or nine months. And then we put out the album. That's why when labels sign you, they're not signing you for one year, they're signing you for five years. Because they want the longevity, right? Yeah. In today's world, people putting out a single every other month. You got, you'll hear, uh, BTS, which is the Korean boy band, and you'll hear one record, then you hear another record, you hear another record. You, same thing with Justin Bieber. You know, I get my peaches in Georgia. Then you got another record. Then you got another record. Yeah, Bruno Mars. Because remember, we live in an age that's digital, and people's brains cannot handle. You know. Yeah, you got. The you The multitasking, right? So they're coming out with record after record after record after record. (laughs)
0: I don't know if this, this, this question makes sense because, Uh um, of something. My boy got a lot of questions right now. I don't know if he's really trying to ask questions or not, but, um, what collateral can artists bring to the table to get the best deal possible?
1: Well, for me, the best collateral they can make and bring to the table is investing in themselves. Mm. Okay? When I mean a new artist, I tell that new artist, you have to make sure that you look like a superstar. And I'm going to give you an example. When Pitbull first came out, Pitbull was wearing t-shirts, jeans, and sneakers. Yep, straight Straight up, straight up. You, you look at Pitbull now, he's wearing suits. And he went from being an artist that was probably making $5,000 a show to making more than half a million dollars a show, right? So you know that if you see Pitbull on a TV show, you see Pitbull walk into a hotel lobby, people are going to go like, oh, who's that? Because he looks like a star, Right? So if you invest in yourself where you look, you look like a star. Now, what do I mean by looking like a star? If, you, if you're wearing sneakers and jeans, you look like everybody else. Uh-huh. Come up with some branding. Rihanna is different than Cardi B. Cardi B is different than Katy Perry. Katy Perry is different than Jennifer Hudson they all have their different styles. They all have their different sounds. So if you come to a label and you say, hey, I already got my logo, I already got my trademark, I already have the branding, right? I've invested XYZ. And the way I did it was that within a mile of my house, I started talking to my neighbors and letting my neighbors know who I am. Right. And once they knew who I was, then I expanded from that one mile to five miles. Now I'm talking to all these other people within the five mile radius and they knew who I am and I'm performing in the local clubs. Yeah. And now I'm expanding to 10 miles. And I'm going now to 15, 20, 30. I've literally been
0: hearing this for years. Right. I've literally so, been hearing this for years. This is this is old school type of grind
1: that exactly. that that
0: still works. That still and, and, works.
1: And we're, and now with the internet and the social media, you have people that are lazy that they prefer to sit behind a computer and start tweeting and posting when they could be outside grinding. You know what I mean? There's something that you get every month comes right to your mailbox. That's a it's bill. a bill. It's a bill. <laughs> yeah? Right?
0: For real.
1: They be every month you're gonna get a bill for your cell phone, for your mortgage, for your car payment, etc., etc. Right? That company that's providing you with a service. Is sending you a bill every month. So, why is it that if you're an up and coming artist, you cannot get well dressed and go out and hit the streets and start talking to people? When I'm talking about pre COVID and after COVID, where, yeah. when it's safe. Yeah. Hey, yeah. my name is John Doe, and my group is called MVD, and this is the new single that we have coming out. You know, there's a barcode on there, scan it, and there's a free single that you can listen to. And now you handed the person something. And they could do two things. They could put it in their pocket and say thank you, or they could throw it away. For the most part, they don't, they're not going to be rude. They're going to put it in their pocket. Yeah. They're going to get home. They're going to throw it on their coffee table. They're going to throw it on, you know, their, they're going to pull it, put it on the refrigerator. Yeah. But some way, somehow they're going to check you out. And they're going to pay more attention to you because you actually spoke to them and you actually handed them something versus you're competing on social media, right? Yeah. So who wants to see me talk on social media when there's a girl on her cell phone taking a picture of herself from a dirty bathroom in a bikini? Yo, you saw the soap? You saw the soap? (laughs) Yeah. And so that girl... They didn't even think that she's inside a bathroom where there's germs. Yeah. But you know what? The guy that's looking at her or the girl that's looking at her doesn't care because they're looking more at the sex appeal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so while I'm trying to post something that's meaningful, which is music, because music changes people's lives.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? That person that was listening to me left me and went to check out the girl. You know, and so that's why I say, and we go right back to paying your dues. You got to go out there. You got to grind. You got to hit the streets. You got to make a phone calls. You know what I mean? You have to take the time to actually handwrite a letter, you know, to somebody and say thank you. People don't do that anymore. Back in our day, we used to write notes. Hey, uh, Priscilla, I like you. Do you like me? Yes or no. Let's go. Yes or no. <laughs> I, got, Hand it down. I got 30 hundred no's right now. You don't
0: even understand. Right?
1: We, we used to get on the phone. <laughs> we would be talking to the girl three hours, four hours, five hours. What are they doing now? Beep, 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 beep. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Beep, Two. beep, 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 That's
0: it. Oh, Next. here's a pick. He's come like, on <laughs> I saw the angle I saw the angle Ruben you stop. Robins, you gotta... get out of here <laughs> big shout out to everybody listening in. Ruben Martinez in the building giving us a lowdown inside the industry uh, Nene Music he's been doing this for a long time and a lot of different genres managed a lot of people developed more uh of a of a growth for so many uh names. I wanna remix this uh, for a lot of people. I really she started um excuse me Brandy Diana Ross MC Light Two in the Room Laboose uh got his hands on on um on working with Gladys Knight Guns N' Roses, Cool and the Gang, Metallica, Nine Inch Nails, Casey and the Sunshine Band, Usher, Paul McCartney. These are names that you guys probably are rocking in your Spotify's and, and, and all that right now. But he's actually doing... Uh, well, you guys are working out a tour right now, right? You
1: guys are working out yeah. a tour? Yeah. Well, we have several tours that, that go out, but one of the tours that we are pushing right now is a tour called Decades of Dance. And on this package... We have Jenny Bergen of Ace of Base. Okay. LaBouche. Wanda B, of the KLS. Real to Real featuring the Matt Stuntman. Sharvani from, uh, from Black Box. Yeah. And the return of Jocelyn Enriquez. Because Jocelyn Enriquez was on hiatus for a few years. So she's, she's coming back to, to be on this package. Nice. So, so this is a package with groups from the 90s they have gotten gold and platinum worldwide and as the pandemic starts going away you're going to be hearing about this package in in your in your area so when it comes to
0: like cuz i'm hearing a package I'm, it's like you got to sell it to these people right you basically you know just cuz they have a name doesn't mean anything it just it just means hey do you know we got a time, we got this, we got that. Uh, you know, I don't want to tell, I don't want to talk too much details because we probably got some superstar promoters in the chat right now that are probably gonna take the formula. But when you're selling a tour, people don't understand yeah. like it's not just a name, it's just not booking. You just sell it's, it's hard
1: sometimes, right? It, it's very hard because you gotta find promoters that know the artist and know what they mean to their market. And those artists have to put asses in the seats. Right? So you have to start off with getting what's called anchor dates. Mm. So you're, you're going to get a Friday and Saturday and you have to route it properly. Right? So let's say I have a Friday in New York. I have a Saturday in New Jersey. Now I can move to of uh, Pennsylvania on a Sunday and work my way down the region, all right, where maybe they have an off day on a Monday and Tuesday, but they're back to work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. Right? So we look for those anchor dates first and then we start filling in the gaps with secondary markets, right? So your New York City is going to be a major market. Whereas your Boise, Idaho is gonna be a secondary market, right? Yeah. So yeah. those are those are the, the harshest where you have to get on the phone and you have to call promoters all around the world. Because this is this isn't just the United States thing. And we're talking this about like
0: we're talking about like promoters that are some some of them are just starting or some of them that have been doing No, business?
1: no, no. no we're talking about in my database, I have over 40,000 buyers worldwide. Okay. Okay. So these buyers are from casinos to colleges to fairs, festivals, theme parks, amusement parks, military bases, nightclubs. Okay.
0: And so, so from we're calling them. From, the, from the bottom to the top, basically.
1: Right. Okay. We're calling them and we're emailing them. Of course, a little nightclub, a little bar that holds 200 people can't afford this tour. No. Because you're talking about a tour with a group of people that have sold over 50 million records collectively. Yeah. Right? So, one artist is coming from Sweden. Another artist is coming from Germany. Another artist is coming from Florida. Another one's coming from Texas. Another one's coming from New Jersey. Another one's coming from Las Vegas. So, the promoter who books the package is also paying for flights, hotels, Hotels. ground transportation, meals, the venue, the marketing and the promotion, right? So yeah, we have a list of people that we know to go to because they fall into that genre. I'm not gonna call a promoter that does jazz to do this dance package. And I'm not going to call a promoter that does Latin to do this package, although it does kind of like... Yeah, almost, almost. Almost, but it's not the same thing. If the people that go to that guy's venue are used to listening to bachata, merengue, salsa, it's going to throw them off. Bringing in, uh, uh, yeah, because they're American so band. used to
0: a certain amount of a certain Correct. thing that they bring, and it's like I see, I seen some promoters mess up like that. They'll bring a whole reggaeton group, and the next thing you know, they're going hardcore hip hop, and the crowds are very different. It's very, good. it's just, now,
1: yeah, I see, I seen that. Now, now if they have a client sell for that, then they'll 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 get on it. You know, I have a promoter in Canada, who's a real nice guy, and he just booked Elvis Crespo with me, and a freestyle. Nice. So, he had on Friday, he had a bunch of freestyle artists, as well as a reggaeton artist and Elvis Crespo and the wow. place was packed. There had to be. <laughs> <laughs> it on, on Saturday, you don't know what Saturday, to do. Like, <laughs> Yeah, on the Saturday, he had a hip-hop show. So nice. he had Saturday, he had Ja Rule and blah, blah, blah. And on the Sunday, he had a dance package, similar to the one that I had. So that promoter, you know, has a nice list of people that he's worked with in the past that he does an e-blast and he does flyers that, that he mails out to them. And so he already has the clientele. So he can do a variety of different artists.
0: That's freaking lovely. Big shout out to different aspects of this game. I know, I hope a lot of people are learning, especially if they want to be involved in any part of that, uh, that part of industry, because I really feel like all of that is hard. Because yeah. I know it's been hard. I know there's like artists that have bad days and then you got to like do cancellations or even artists that are not even motivated to do things and then you got to do things like that um and i know there there was this thing that i read where you said there's been doors closed in our face like what what and i know that's just a saying but what are some situations that you know not everything went
1: well well i'm going to give you an example of when i started producing records So, like I said, I'm mailing out cassettes, right? Yeah. And so, if you had a label call you or send you a letter that says, you know, thank you, Ruben Martinez, for sending us your demo, unfortunately, it's not the right time right now for us. Catch us on the next one, right? So that's a door that's closed. You want to know what I did when I found a deal I would go back and on the bottom of the vinyl, it would say, written by, published by, produced by, mixed by, and then on the bottom, in small fine print, it would say special thanks. So on the special thanks, I would thank mom, dad, sister, whatever, and then thank you to label blah, 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 blah. And then I will mail them the record. Or I will give them to them because they passed on me. And now that opened (laughs) their eyes. smart
0: ass. I swear to God.
1: (laughs) They opened their eyes so that the next time I send them a record, they will pay attention. Yeah. I remember walking into a club, and I'm going to mention his name because he's my boy. Guy named Carlos Berrios. Okay. I sent him a record that I produced called Sound of Two Samba. And Carl's on, And then he signed another group that I, that I had called Skin Deep. And we booked a show at a club in uh, New Jersey. It's not called Club Pure, but it was called Club Abyss. Okay, I remember. New I, Jersey. I, I remember. Okay? And I walk into the club with the group, okay? The DJ doesn't know who I am, okay? He doesn't know I'm coming. He plays my record. And I look at Carlos and I start laughing. You see? You (laughs) passed on it. You passed on it. And all he could do was, damn, you were right. But you want to know what he did? He signed another record right away. Nice. You know what I mean? So, again, those are the doors that close. And you just have to make sure that you have your hand on it so it doesn't fully close. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if it does close, you gotta keep knocking and knocking and knocking and make sure they pay attention. Sometimes it's not gonna work. Sometimes there's not chemistry there. You know? It's like if I'm working with an artist and the artist is giving me a hard time. Although I got a contract with that person, maybe it wasn't meant to be. And I gotta let them go. Yeah. And I gotta let them go to Tom, Dick, Harry, Bob. And see if the grass is greets on that green on the other side, and maybe it, it is, but a lot of the times it's not, and they come back crying. Hey, so and so stole from me. So and so did this to me. So yeah, that's what you decided to do?
0: Yeah, because you didn't take me fucking serious, Ari. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you didn't take me serious. Like I'm yeah. that dude right now. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I got a question, yeah. right but yeah. it, it just comes from me uh, when it comes to licensing a lot of these unsigned artists uh, right they're afraid of losing masters right they're mm-hmm. they're afraid of not being uh, you know it, it, responsible for where their catalog goes they right. you know all these things come up like everybody's always like trying to keep it a hundred you know it's just like they yeah. don't they don't understand his business licensing, registering, all that, like a brief a, a brief thing. Like if I give you a single and I'm like, look, this is it right here, you know? And I go to one of the pros and I'm like artist, uh, uh, writer, composer, I, I register everything, boom, boom. Like what, what's next for a song if I want it to captivate, if I want it to go everywhere? Because people are getting these... Judgment about, you know, social media, let it be a hit, go on TikTok. go crazy. But I still feel like artists don't, they're they're not going to pass that if they don't let the song go, like they don't let somebody else handle it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that thing works.
1: Okay. So if you have the finances to go and spend half a million to a million dollars on your promotion and your marketing, Keep it. Stay, stay with your product because you See, have the money. Half a million dollars. Okay. Because, because now it's yours. Now you get to dictate when you want the record to come out, how you want it to come out, what the look is going to be, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That's yours. You own it. It's your master, right? If you have those finances. Now, if you don't have those finances, you have to find a label that does. Right, And a lot of the times, the artist gets confused with like, oh, how much money am I going to get for an event? When they should be thinking of how much money is the label going to spend on my marketing promotion, okay? Because, again, it goes right back to the label has to recoup the money they put out on you. So if they're spending X amount of money on radio, X amount of money on a publicist, if you decide you want a record release party and they're going to pay for it, they're going to charge you for all that. So if you have the finances, keep it. If you don't have the finances, then you have to give that master to a record company. You where have to gonna let it own go. It. You have to let it go. I, it. I'm
0: trying to... I, 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 I give them that analogy like you have to let it go. If your song is popping... Yeah, And you could only go so far with it because it's only going to go so far. So many people are not going to do it for free, you know? And I, I always tell them like, you need to, you need to give it up. It needs to yeah. go places that you can't reach and, you know, just make sure your paperwork is right. You yeah. know? And, and, and yeah, let, let, let somebody in Pepsi hold it down and use like 20 seconds of that song it's still going to be somewhere. It's still going to be populated. It's still going to bring you some relevance, but you might not see the money from Pepsi, or, or you might get a flat rate from Pepsi. You you know it's just you. Am I am I crazy for saying that? Like you you're gonna you basically you're already gonna get what you're gonna get for the song, and the song is gonna keep your name alive. Right. It, it, but you might not see everything that that song is giving you back. Yeah. You gotta use that yeah. that uh, whatever that whatever leverage that song is giving you to do tours, to get money from yeah. tours, to get money from merchandise. Get you know what I mean? Like, am I crazy yeah. for saying that?
1: You're not crazy at all. Okay. And like I said, if you have the finances, if you have the proper people working your product. Then you're okay. you know? Keep grinding, keep that money, because you're getting 100 percent back versus if you sign with a label today, a lot of the labels are doing 360 deals. What is a 360 deal? A 360 deal is where they taking a percentage of every possible income that you could bring in. touring, merchandising, songwriting, publishing. Etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I personally know <laughs> reggaeton artists. I,
0: I know some too.
1: <laughs> where their label are taking 55%, get the fuck. 60% of their income. And that is because that artist signed that deal. Now, that label didn't put a gun to their head and said, you have to sign it. Nah, it's usually because they get happy. They get freaking. It's either this or nothing. They got to sign with the label that has, you know, Bobby, Tommy, Skippy that are doing very well. They're being played on radio. And, yes, the label is spending money to get them on radio and get them to be recognizable names. And so that's the 360 deal where in the earlier days, artists would sign and get 4%, 6%, 10%. If you were a Janet Jackson back then or a Michael Jackson or whatever, you were probably getting 25, 30 percent, right? But you had to grow to that. It wasn't that the Jacksons signed it automatically. they had, you know uh, 20, 30 yeah. percent of their record sales. They started out low. You know what I mean? And then because they sold records, they were able to elevate themselves and then ask for more because they were. Giving those
0: labels big returns. Big shout to everybody listening in. Ruben is busy. <laughs> he, he's just going in right now. I do want to like reiterate people that uh understand that Ruben has admitted that in the beginning he didn't pay attention. He didn't do certain things. Some of those were trademarking your name. Because what his first group was is 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 not who the real to real is and because he didn't trademark it, he couldn't run with it. And 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 that kinda like messed everything up. And but now he
1: represents Real to Real. That's funny. That's funny. he represents the other group, you understand? Yeah. That's so that's funny. the beauty of the end of the story where yeah the original group that I had was called Real to Real. But eventually, as time went on, I became the co manager. Looking agent for Mark Quashi, real to real featuring the Matt Stomach. Yo man, and I told Mark, I told Mark, I had the name before you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> definitely was. <you can> laugh. <laughs> All you can do is laugh while you're in a trademark. Same yeah. on you. Another thing
0: that he pointed out was, you know, when the artists get uh, a little too crazy or where they invest their money in. And the example that he used was trying to get into a magazine. For a page uh that possibly your fans don't even read. You know, you pay like two, three, four, five thousand dollars to get on, on a on a certain issue and to find out that it was basically a waste of the money and it's a pat on the back for yourself. Yeah. I see a lot of artists okay. do the same thing. They go on to their gram, they're pulling out the um the page that they're in and then they go yeah. go buy that now. Like it should have been off the shelf if you're on there, right? Like it's
1: yeah. It should have been off the shelf, and you, you, yeah, usually the labels are the one that's paying for the ad, right? And so, if you're an up and coming artist, and you buy Billboard, as an example, right? And you buy Billboard, and you're flicking the pages, and you see Bruno Mars, you see The Weeknd, you see Cardi B, Justin Bieber, blah blah blah. And now you say, "Oh, I want to be in the same magazine they're in." So now you go and you pay for an ad towards the back of the magazine. And it's a little square that says Lord. artist John Doe, new single, blah, 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 with the picture on it. No and made way. But it's going to stay on the top advertisement. Oh, yes. It's going to say on the top advertisement. Whereas if that person said, okay, let me think about the things that I'm supposed to do first. I wrote a song. First thing I have to do is copyright it. I'm not copywriting. By mailing it to myself, I'm copywriting because I went to the Library of Congress and I paid the 35 bu- bucks to register the record. $35, the I-
0: people. $35. With, with the
1: Library of Congress. Right? So I set up my publishing company. I set up my writing company through ASCAP, BMI, CSAT. If you live in the United States, if you live in Germany, it's Gamma. All right? There's different publishing societies all over the world. All right, so now I set that up. So now... What else am I supposed to do? Well, people need to know what I look like, so I got to go get a photo shoot, right? And, you know, I got to pay for the record that that I just, you know, wrote. So I got to find a producer. If you're not mechanically inclined, where you cannot produce your own record, now you got to go find somebody that you can afford, that has a name, that when you shop your record, people are going to recognize, oh, look, this was produced by so-and-so, right? So those are the steps that that up-and-coming artist has to take. And a lot of them don't want to pay their dues. They want to skip the line. And they want to just go out there and just throw out stuff. And all they're doing is crowding the internet, you know? Although the internet is huge, right? Yeah. They're still crowding the space because for the most part, if they didn't do things correctly and the record doesn't sound right or the image doesn't look right, all they're doing is just crowding the space and wasting people's time.
0: Another big shout to Ruben Martinez, again, CEO of Nene Music. He's given us some jewels And some confirmation, because for real, i be yelling at these kids. And I call them kids because they don't want to listen. And it's crazy because when, you know, I'm just a guy that decided that I was going to become like a music journalist. So I decided that I was going to run around and roll around in the Bronx, roll around with my friends and figure out how did these artists get from here to there and continue having a a regular life. We talked about earlier that some of your favorite artists or established artists maintain another job because they don't make the same amount of money that you believe they do. You know, they might be legendary to you. They might have four or five singles on the top 40, but they still are not making the same amount of money as you believe, so please maintain some kind of other income as you are an artist um somebody we talked about payola but we didn't get too much in it um people have this big they're creating their own definition of payola all right yeah and and i and i know the definition online it says you know to take money put it here for your own interest Basically, the brief is right in reality. The payola is a record label uh, taking other people's slots for this amount of money, right? Right. And but you know, people like radio stations they take money from everywhere anyway, they take ads, they take charity, they take donations, they take crowdfunding, you know. So, when people are asking. The radio station is like small as me and they're saying, hey, I'm not paying to get my song played on the show. And I'm like, well, how the hell do you expect me to support you? Because I I, correct me if I'm wrong, but labels and artists pay for slots on the radio. Sometimes it's not an enormous amount of money, but when it becomes an enormous amount of money, it is payola because you're going bigger than the best bit a bit bitter i don't know you can have a hit record and that station has to be familiar with it that program manager has to be familiar with it like look this is a hit record we're gonna play it um i don't know i don't know like i want to talk about this payola because i i get i get cursed out sometimes in my messages and i'm like bro I'm just asking you to pay the bills. Just like every other radio station is asking you to just pay the bills. I will definitely say your name. I will definitely get an interview with you. I will definitely do a whole bunch of stuff. But you're talking about payola, but you ain't, you, who are you? (laughs) Like, let me, let me know what payola is. And if small radio stations like me, I know that we're not wrong. Payola is not like four or five dollars.
1: Payola is like a lot of bread. No, it's a lot of bread. And you have to multiply that bread by, I'll give you an example. If you have a conglomerate that owns 500 stations, right? You have another conglomerate that owns 800 stations, right? They're, They're making their money from Home Depot and McDonald's and Burger King and Ford. You know, those are the advertisers that they have. And then they have small advertisers, your mom and pop store, that's, you know, advertising a product that they have, right? But then you have the recording artists and you have the labels. They want the material played. And so if that radio station is already getting money from a Sony, from uh Def Jam, et cetera, et cetera, and now you want to come in, like, well, wait a minute. These guys are already taking care of us. And it, not, it might not be that you're giving them money per se, but maybe you pay for their t-shirts. Maybe you pay to wrap their van. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you pay for merchandise that they need to throw out when they do an event. You know what I mean? It could be a lot of ways. But for the most part, they, they get that support. Right? And so... It's, it's a matter of, okay, I'm an up-and-coming artist. We go right back to that. Yeah. You want to get in. So that radio station is not going to let you in and give you full rotation right away. They're going to put you on what's called overnight. <laughs> I keep so telling tell They're going to play <laughs> a record from 12 a.m. to 6 o'clock in the morning. When nobody's up. <laughs> 6 o'clock in the morning, the morning show starts. So the morning show goes from 6 to 10. Probably after the morning show, they'll play your record again. Then they got the midday show. So maybe they'll play your record on a mixed show where the DJ's mixing your record in with something else. And maybe you're lucky. They might play your record at 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock. But then you're right back to overnight again. So if you prove to that radio station and you prove to your fans That you're committed to your craft and that you're not just going to pay this once. You're going to continue paying it because you want to maintain that spot that you got. Then eventually they'll let, they'll let you loose a little bit because what that radio station is going to say now is like, Hey, we want you to perform at our annual show. Okay. So, so you're in Virginia right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So whatever radio station is in your area, right? Yeah. They used to do a a yearly show in your area where they would go get a nightclub and they would bring in five acts and you'll see them five acts perform, you know what I mean? Whether it was a summer show or it was a Christmas show, right? Yeah. But now what happens to that little local station? That little local station gets bought out by one of the conglomerates, right? Yep. And now what they say is like, go to our yearly show in Las Vegas, where we're going to fly in a 20 acts, and now you got to go and book flight, hotel, round transportation to go see this major show at an arena in one place where you were comfortable just going Mm -hmm. to that little club. Listen.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say this right now. These are not the words of Ruben Martinez. And I'm saying this right now because I'm sure that he's also a radio pusher. But the thing is, is like if you guys have not experienced that, then you you gotta understand. Everybody used to go to that one event. You know what he's talking about. That one event that he was like, I can't wait till they come back in town and all this other stuff. And the next thing you know, that local radio station has this saying every 15 minutes where it's a certain radio station station, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to give some examples and it might hurt my future, but I don't care right now because they got to know that I got to know. So on iHeartRadio or an Odyssey, they start buying off these small local radio stations, the same people that used to... Give away book bags and stuff like that, a whole bunch of stuff that you guys used to do, and they can't bring anybody else because corporate, the ones that own them, they can't bring. They're not, they not they're going to the same people that we used to come every year. Now you got to go to. F- so-and-so, and if you don't understand that part, it's only been three to four years that iHeartRadio brought everybody to Las Vegas when it never really used to happen. It only happened for the last three to four years. It it wasn't something that always happened. That same event that those stations used to have in their local areas are now taken by a corporate... What's the word you used when they... The conglomerate, conglomerate. Uh, they own a lot of stations. And guess, and guess, when he's talking about Payola, he's talking about, okay, you got your local McDonald's, you got your local T-shirt company, you got your local whatever, paying for this radio station, and then they get bought out by the conglomerate, and then that conglomerate has access to eight hundred something whatever stations. That local McDonald's is still paying that radio station for some reason, right? But as a label, they're able to pay that one corporate guy to access 800 radio stations where you as an unsigned artist is just trying to get paid at the local, just trying to get heard at the local spot. You know, that's. I mean...
1: So so again, when I was doing the math, and, and again, I want to correct something because I work with I radio, I work with Odyssey, I work with, with all of those guys, and I believe in radio. I do too, um, I, I do too. <laughs> I, I prefer radio than the streaming, because if I do the math, if a radio station plays my record, I'm getting 9.8 cents every time they play my record, that's the statutory rate, whereas if my record plays on Spotify, I'm getting one thirty second of a penny. seconds. That's thirty zeros right. <laughs> right so if i want if I want my record to go gold on Spotify, I have to have like fifty million listens for it to go gold on Spotify whereas if my record sells you know five hundred thousand units because people heard it on the radio station, right now, as an artist or a manager, I'm getting more return on my investment huh. Right. And so, and so again, for that up and coming artist, if he or she feels that they have the finances to go and invest themselves, then I tell them go for radio because you're going to make much more. And then think about it like this I get a call from up and coming artists. Hey, Ruben, can you book me? No. Why? Because when I call Dave, who owns Dave's nightclub in Virginia and I start talking to Dave about John Doe, he's going to ask me, are they playing on my radio station, on my local radio station? And I say, oh, wait, let me see. I got to go now and look at the chart and see if they're playing. And if they're not, Dave's not going to take a chance on it. They're going to take a chance on the ones that are being played on his radio station because the people that live in that area already know those artists And so he's going to get a better return on investment booking one of those top five, one of those top 10 artists that are being played on his local radio station.
0: True story. True story. True story. Oh my God, Ruben. Thank you so much, man. Decades of dance tour. Watch it out for somewhere in your neighborhood. The casinos. I've been to my first casino last month. I was like, wow, it really gets Lydia in here. The DC, the MGM. I was okay. like, okay, that's kind of a pretty place. Um, yeah. Also, CEO of Nene Music. That's the homie right there. If you guys are not paying attention, it's been so we're, we're working on like what, 30 something years right now? 30 something years?
1: I, I, I knocked on wood before I'm gonna knock on wood again. I started doing this when I was in junior high school, 1986. I still have a book that I can show you right now that has my first logo.
0: Yo, let me see that logo, though. Let me see that <laughs> logo. <laughs> well, that's a big Lolo logo right there in the comic book pages.
1: Exactly. This is this is one of the first ones, and then and then it became this.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And, and then it became this, and you still with that, but, and I still with that. But I mean, it, it went through different stages, and so that's why you know when I talk about the whole branding, look, I'll even show you business cards from back in the '80s.
0: Oh my gosh, I
1: okay. should make
0: I should make a thing like that. I got three different kinds of
1: yeah. This is this is like that's a little, nice. like, you know, memory little lane. I mean, there's pictures of here. This is me singing. And this is for the people that you know can't can't see it, but you know, there's a picture of me singing at a club.
0: Okay. Okay. You
1: know? A so little 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 hobby book where you know where where I need to scan. I got flyers of shows that i promoted, you know. But but yeah, knock on wood over over thirty plus years that, that I've been doing this.
0: Man. Ruben Martinez. Oh my God. I this is like I said in the beginning, man, it's, it's super pleasure. You've been having like hands on with a lot of things, a lot of people that I looked up to. Um, you probably looked up to them too and wondering how the hell Ooh. did I get into that? You know what I mean? Yeah. How am yeah. I managing their life? You know, right. which, which is really crazy. Um, I know that, um, when we when you called me, when you called me, right? It was funny because I was like, I, I think I'm about to get yelled at, right? <laughs> but it wasn't yeah. that. it was just a clar- yeah. clarification. One of the yeah. questions that I asked, because I know some artists are probably going to ask, and we just got to get it out there, is if an artist did approach you, what are some of their first, quest- first questions that you would ask them?
1: Well, I'm going to ask them where they are now. Okay, so again, it's an up-and-coming artist, okay? They may have a beautiful voice. They might have skills on the microphone where, you know, they're great lyricists, right? But the important thing is, are they investing in themselves? Are they investing in their business? Because they want to be in this, and so they cannot cheat. They cannot try to skip the line. I wanna make sure, and I'm gonna look at everything, okay? If you send me a video link, I'm gonna look at that video from beginning to end, and I'm gonna write notes, and I'm gonna circle back with you, and I'm gonna show you what I think could have been done better, right? Now it's up to that artist to not have an ego, and say, hey, I'm going to take it down right now and I'm going to heed your advice and I'm going to try to do it your way, you know? And so those are the things, like I said, this is a business. You have to treat it as a business. It's called the music business, not the music friendship. Mm. Okay. And so I may be somebody's boy, you know what I mean? Somebody's homie but at the end of the day like i told you every month you get those gimmicks that come in the mail it's the gimmick for the light. it's the gimmick for the car payment the gimmick for the mortgage it's the gimmick for whatever you consume it has to be paid and so if i'm paying those bills and i'm paying for other things to keep my company afloat and to keep compete with other companies And I expect that artist to be doing the same thing within their means.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I don't expect artists, you know, John Doe that's up and coming to compete with Jay-Z from the bat. No. He's got to start small and grow and continue growing and continue growing until he or she eventually gets signed by Jay-Z or is on Jay-Z's level and is performing on
0: the same stage with Jay-Z. Big shout-out to everybody listening. Ruben Martinez, CEO of Nene Music and Nena Music Network. Make sure you guys follow that podcast. Shout-out to Augustus Cho. We're definitely going to try to talk to him, too uh sal michaels at pyramid alex at artists and uh audience they gave him their wisdom and allowed him the opportunity to be part of their legacy and open up their rosters i'm gonna say this roster again so people understand Labouche, gladys knight guns and roses cool the G- cool and the gang metallica marilyn manson nine Inch nails Casey and the Sunshine Band Usher Paul McCarthy so many other artists. We did have some questions here, but I feel like as a as a guy that has been dealing with so many artists, you can't really answer this, but who is your favorite artist?
1: I don't have one. <laughs> don't have
0: one. It's Ruben uh, Martinez like yo. Yeah.
1: Yeah, everybody I have different relationships with different artists. There's some that are just on the business level where we're not gonna sit down and have a pizza together. It's just about, hey, it's it's a work environment. And then there's other ones that come to my house and we barbecue or I go to their house and I barbecue where I know their kids, they know my kids. There's a Christmas present going their way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nice. So there's different relationships, right? And so I can't really tell you that I that I have a a favorite because there's different you know there's different relationships so for the most part the ones that i'm working with i love them all i support them all and i expect the same thing back
0: big shout out to that ruben martinez thank you so much i'm probably gonna bother you a lot
1: <laughs> you can bother me whenever you want dave
0: Yo, don't don't tell me that, bro. Don't tell me that. Let me stop.
1: Within business hours, you could call me whatever you <laughs> want. Within business hours, you know I got that wife I gotta take care of, and I got yeah.
0: You care. know the deal. You know the vibes, man. Yeah, it was yeah, such yeah. a pleasure to have you. It's such an insight, and not only that, the tour, decades of dance tour, nineties edition. Uh, look, you guys got to look out for that around. Um, did you ever think about like a memoir or a book or something like that?
1: Yeah, that, that's something that I'm gonna work on. I, I, I did write a book, but that book is on shopping. It's called How to Buy in Today's Digital World. Okay. Tips for those who wanna save a buck. I think I have a copy right here I can show your you people. Okay. So this book teaches people how to shop, whether they're gonna do grocery shopping, they're gonna uh, buy flights, hotel, you know, whatever it is. I talk about finances uh how to set up uh an IRA okay for your retirement, et cetera, et cetera. So this was the first book. I have another book that I'm finishing called um interviews with uh with freestyle legends, where I interviewed different freestyle artists and, and bass artists, producers. I gotta I got, it. I got yeah.
0: it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So then eventually I will work into the memoir of all oh, the craziness. You gotta do of that, my man. Life, you, you gotta know? do
0: that. I can only imagine the support behind that. Yeah. That's gonna yeah. be amazing. That's gonna be amazing. Yeah. And you know, I'm gonna call you, like, yo, bro, we let's talk about it. <laughs>
1: there's, there's a lot of war stories, man. I've been surrounded by by eight cops that wanted to beat me up. You know what I mean? By a by a mayor. I mean, I got a lot of crazy stories. Promoters that didn't want to pay money. And, you know, they wanted to fight, even though they're in the wrong. There's a lot of crazy stories. That, it's that not all tell.
0: cupcakes and rainbows, people. It's not. Uh, it's mm-hmm. so hard. Ruben, thank you so much, man. Thank you,
1: Dave. Thank you to your to your fans, to your public. And we could. I hope to do this again with you soon.
0: Yeah, no doubt, bro. We're going to do this, all right? And if yeah. I don't
1: talk to you, happy
0: holidays. But I'm going to hit you up and say happy holidays anyway.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much.